happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Man, feels a little light on the, the audio out here. No? You mean you? Yeah, for me, but it's all good. It's all good. We in here. I should turn myself up a bit more. Uh, what? It's okay. What is going on, everyone? I'm Shadell Coles, the patron of Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife. Lauren. Man, we actually have some news happening again. And I feel like we've been saying this a bit by bit. Wahoo! <laughs> I'm sorry for everyone's ears. Don't <laughs> don't don't wear headphones when you listen to us. That's the first rule. Um <laughs> but yeah, we get, we finally got news. Um I do want to give uh just a like a PSA or like a, a note here. If this YouTube video does not go up, if you just get the audio on YouTube, it's my fault. I'm going to say that. I'm currently using iOS 14 on my main phone, and it's been giving issues. Which so, means he's jailbroken. I mean, it's not jailbroken. It's, just, it's an iOS. It's public. Anyone can oh. get it. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. Yeah. Anyone can <laughs> Haven't you done that before, though? Yeah, like years ago. Um, it's not illegal, but okay. Oh, wait. I thought it was a, I thought it was a thing. What do you mean a thing? Wasn't it a thing that you're not supposed to do? Yeah, Apple doesn't want you to jailbreak your phone, but they can't do anything as my phone. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm just going to walk myself back. Okay, you do that. <laughs> um, nonetheless, yeah, I'm on iOS 14 on my, my main device that we used to record because we use our phone to record and not uh, an actual camera. He keeps ruining the videos. And, um, yeah. So, if there's no video version of this, my bad It'll get fixed, you know, hopefully within the next month as updates come out. And We're still here. You can hear us. Um, with that being said, guys, do we want to announce our announcement? Yeah, because it'll be launched as of the day before this podcast goes up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right, <laughs> right. So, Ooh, guys. So exciting. Drum roll, please. <laughs> announced that we are creating a clothing brand. Yay! So, this has been it's like out. it's been like a, a week or two in the making. Just a, a you know a thing. I was trying to think of like what else can we like do? Because like me and Lauren are always looking for like new things to like take on and, and work on together. And this podcast has been has been going well for a, what a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. We've been consistently killing it every week. Haven't missed a single episode as much as Lauren coughs on her like you know whenever she has those moments or I was whatever. Dying. You know, one of us feels down and not really trying to record a podcast. We still knock it out we for you guys. Push through for you guys. So we figured it on, figured out on taking like another venture together. It's been working out. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's a clothing brand. So right now, you can find us currently on Etsy. I'll put the link uh, to our Etsy shop on on this episode on the description. It's called Good Feeling Apparel. And this to to give you guys a rundown here is. You know, just a, a an extension of ourselves, so you can find things. I'm not sure if we're gonna lean too much on the podcast stuff, like creating shirts for the podcast, but just things that we want to see. Um, I'll speak for myself on this, but like I'm big on like motivational quotes. If you see my tattoos, if if the video version is working, like I have you know quotes on my my arms, like that's what I helps me get through my day. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to bring that through a shirt, and you know things I would like to wear, and I'm sure a lot of people would like to wear. So I want to create these shirts that I, I feel like people will enjoy along with you know tying in black lives matters because that that's big to me it's not to stay away from the political stuff but at the end of it like just being able to have the same benefit of the doubt that every other person gets is what i would like me as a black male to have that I talk about on this podcast mm-hmm. um you know and just just creating a variety of other items like i guess you could talk about the bitter the stuff that we created for your side yeah of it. so um, categories that we have that make sense for me are the beauty and wedding categories. So weddings are like um, the coffee mugs that you know everyone takes like the little Instagram pictures with their to show off their ring. Um, there's these really cute T-shirts of like it has boyfriend or girlfriend on it, and then it's crossed out, and then it says fiance because you got an upgrade. Um, and then there's like hubby wifey and all those adorable things. And I've been in the wedding industry for about five years now, so. And I don't see myself stopping anytime soon, no matter how much Corona wants to try and make me. So, um, so there's that. And then the beauty stuff, obviously. So I've been a professional makeup artist for over 10 years now. Um, and it's my biggest passion and it's what lights a fire under my booty. So, um, 
we have like a lashes and lips t-shirt which is adorable and it's coming soon and i can't wait to wear um and we have like lashes give me wings which is a really cute one and we're gonna expand on the beauty section as well um we're, we're gonna expand on everything it's, well these are like the starter yes but i'm know, saying we, we only have like two in the beauty section technically yeah. right now um but we are definitely expanding on that so mm-hmm. and yeah it's definitely a line that we're going to continue to expand on um obviously we want to make probably some seasonal and like holiday stuff um when it gets closer so whether that means like holidays like thanksgiving and halloween and all that or if it means like father's day mother's day you know cute like best dad ever like kind of t-shirts and stuff like that um it's just the the idea is that these are things that most people want to wear because they are simple but they mean something and they they have that emotional kind of impact so like for me the lashes one has an emotional impact um and it's showing off who I am as a person. And then, like you were saying, like the quotes, I mean, anybody pretty much can relate to the inspirational quotes and just feeling like a badass. So um, that's kind of like the idea behind it is we're not making stuff that is too like detailed and fluff and like overwhelming to look mm-hmm. at. It's just like, this is who I am as a person. This is like what I want to show off to the world about me. So, and that's kind of like why we're sticking with a lot of t-shirts because everyone can wear a good t-shirt. They're t-shirts that are going to fit everybody. So they're not like mm-hmm. the super uncomfortable fitting like women's t-shirts and they're, um, you know, good for any size. Um, and what else, what else, what else? I had something else. Um, and the coffee mugs, obviously like coffee mugs are huge nowadays. And I know I love a cute coffee mug. My favorite actually happens to be a coffee mug that has lashes on it. So there you go. But we have like sayings on them. And then right now we're also branching out into the face mask category because that's like a huge thing right now. Not sure if that'll stay around forever, obviously. Hopefully not. Uh, Hopefully not. But yeah, so that's kind of that's what we got going on i'm super excited about it and it 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 officially was announced yesterday as of when this podcast is going live Mm -hmm. um and you can find us on instagram pinterest facebook it's just good feeling apparel yeah and i'll put all the links um in the description for you to follow us or check us out there um yeah i'll check it out if there's if you find anything interesting you know I would I would say, hey, it'd be great if you were to check it out and possibly purchase if you find something that's moving and interesting to you. But that's just my take. Um, we do have 10% off and free shipping right now. So, I mean, yeah. you might want to jump. Yeah, we currently have like our like a like it's a, our little grand opening. Yeah, our yeah. grand opening sale. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where this this venture goes. Um, seeing how well we do with the podcast, like I just this is just another extension that I felt was like fits with the, what we're trying to do, and and just you know putting out good content, putting out good clothing. Um, yeah, I really dig this, so I'm looking forward to it. I've been busting my butt over like the past two weeks, like trying to put everything together and and get it organized. Get in launch mode. Um, we're waiting on our shirts to come in. Once our shirts start coming in, you'll see us rock them on the podcast as we get yeah. new new uh, as we create more content. And put it out there and everything. So that's going to be great and, and dope and everything. So please check us out. All our links are in the description for our, our new clothing company. Um, yeah. With that being said, I don't think we have anything <laughs> Personal else. Personal plug. Shameless right. plug. I mean, it's good to have an ad about us versus an ad from another company. That's, so, that's I, true. I, that doesn't happen often. Um, so, yay. So. Move it on to possibly heavier stuff. Yeah, not really. But uh, I want to say this happened like after our podcast came out or around then. But Naya Rivera was found, um, uh, of course, not the good outcome that we all wanted to happen. Her body was found. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it literally happened, I think, a couple hours after we recorded our podcast. Yeah. So it was bad timing because then our podcast went out. We're talking about like as if she wasn't. So yeah yeah um the one (laughs) thing i wanted to say with this which is wild was people were getting at big sean because i I didn't know this but his i don't f with you song was like regarding her was about her oh i don't know there was no mention in that for me to 
but you know the song. I I'm, do know the song. But I'm saying but... like I, what? There's nothing in that right in the thing that makes you automatically think. And was I didn't it, even know they were in a relationship. To be well, real. was it maybe the timing? Maybe he put it out like right after theirs were ended. I don't know. But it's it's funny because like I was I screenshot the comments and some guys like this is stupid. The song was over five years ago. You know what is the world going to do when Taylor Swift's exes start dying in the future? Uh-huh. Like are we gonna start getting mad about that? That's true. <laughs> That's and then true. someone's like, well, Nothing. I think it's opposite. Honestly, I think people are doing it because it was a woman who died. But someone you also know? commented they were like, "What? Well, nothing's gonna happen to her exes, but let her die before Kanye." And man. It's gonna, it's gonna be a wrap. Everyone's gonna take Kanye for that, but um, yeah. It, I mean, it, of course, it's R.I.P. And I, you hope that her son and friends, family, you know, all in good spirits. And it's, it's a tough time. Um, I mean, the good sad. part of it, the best you can get out of it is that, like, you know, I'm not sure. We don't know the situation that happened. Only her son would know. But she was able with the the last bit of strength she had to save her son and like that's like the ultimate as a parent like i i know whenever we have kids like yeah dog like no matter what my main objective is to make sure like if if i can't even talk if i have to die for my son or daughter to survive it is happening um and that's which is so terrifying like everybody says that and everybody like a good parent obviously means it but at the same time that's so terrifying to think of Mm -hmm. that's crazy Cause I know, like for me too, like drowning is like one of my biggest fears. <laughs> so imagine drowning when you don't know how to swim. Well, yeah. So that's the thing is, I'm. Well, I don't know if it was just a matter of not knowing how to swim, or they said how there was like all these like what are oh, those I'm saying called? For me. That's oh no, I know, but because she didn't have the life jacket on, but. There were all these, what yeah, are those what called? They were the whirlpools? Like whirlpools that were yeah, like known in Because that area. I don't think it was just a matter of she didn't know how to swim because. I think something I mean, just drawing around. People don't. So, I mean, that's always a possibility, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, but wow. That's terrifying. Yeah. And also, he's four. So, like, he may only have a few memories of her, which is really sad. Because mm-hmm. personally, I don't remember anything before I was four. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah that's sad yeah so i mean because like you, you know, would want to know your mom for how, who she was versus like the tv personality you know that everybody else knows yeah so yeah hope hope for the best um <laughs> there's so many things that happens dog so as we know as i'm sure a lot of people know nick cannon was ousted in the media here um because of his comments he said on his podcast he was with um public enemies uh professor griff and i i i didn't know this at the time but professor griff got kicked out of public enemy or he left or whatever the case is for his like anti-semitic uh takes or opinions views however you want to call it so i like how this like not recording for a bit gave us like some, gave me at least time to like think about this and understand because when this clip first came out i'm sitting here thinking he's talking about white people because he's using the you know things that yeah, like that's what you made it seem like that's when... what i thought so back in the day when you know how white people were like uh, even now they're like they call black people like animals thugs you know all that stuff so he right. was i thought he was using words to say like like back at them you know if you're looking back at the past who has always been their aggressor Right. We can look at Thanksgiving. We can look at you know the craziness with the Columbus statues, like Right. Like who's hanging who Black all Wall that. Street. Yeah. Like <laughs> Strange Fruit. Like, like can was we like yeah, can we talk about the how like at hangings and stuff, like literally like it would be this group of people smiling in a photo? Like, wow. Yeah. What a time. Like I and, I so can't imagine like, doing that. I thought he was talking about white people, but no, he was talking about Jewish people or, or related to, to also it being Jewish people when he brought up like the okay. Rothschilds, which I don't know much about. Okay. Um, the way Nick Cannon did this, he thought he was educated. Like, dog, I've, I've <laughs> under like, I've dug into this topic to like understand it a bit more. I still need to do more understanding because I'm still learning from it. Mm-hmm. But he thought he was doing what he was saying was correct based on what he was taught or what he learns, like how we, you know, learn from different people or you know pick up different things from other notable people that we believe and trust in 
So I get where he's coming from, where he, he, he said some things that were touchy, he shouldn't have done it. And man, he got he got burned. And it's touchy when you're like someone that has like has a platform and you're saying these things and it's like, uh you should probably not say them, especially with someone that has been ousted or has been, you know, kicked out of their group, disbanded, whatever. Um such as uh, Professor Griff from Public Enemy for saying these, you know, anti-Semitic comments. Um, I just, I can't believe it, too, because if you think about it, I mean, Jewish people are obviously a whole group of people who have also been oppressed in the past and mm-hmm. had major things against them, mm-hmm. i.e. the Holocaust. So... I feel like as a black person, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys have common ground where you both have paths yeah, but. of like people taking severe advantage of your culture, family, ancestors, all that. And I mean, I feel like there's common ground there versus going against each other. Well, and so here's the thing. There's, there's two points i want to make with that i totally understand because me being a black person i never want to oppress another person or group because i know what it feels like so yeah but i feel like similar to like the illuminati thing i'm not sure how true it is because i'm not in the entertainment field but it's told to me listening to rap music and listening to these these notable figures that like jewish people supposedly i'm not sure how true this is or not so don't you know back me into a corner here um that like they they hold like power and like these 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 uh i don't know what we call it. like you know they're, they're big forces in certain places in entertainment so that's why it's always looked at where like yeah like these these jewish people have like a leg up and uh can make but things happen if that's true is it the worst thing to see that they came from such a devastating era and then made it through to then become that similar to what you would want yeah but i feel like there's an there's an issue where it's like they were able to make it out of that but at the end of the day whether you're jewish or not you're you still look white i'm aware so that's the thing like yeah now, now i feel like some black people kind of feel i would say more it's so not you look white ones. you are white well because yeah, it's yeah, pretty much the thing is like Caucasian white is the race, the skin color, Mm -hmm. but then there's the branches of like Italian, Polish, Jewish, like Russian, all of those areas. And yeah, so. Yep. And, And I feel like there's like a bit of dislike for Jewish people because it's like, yo, you guys were oppressed just like us, but because you are white and you're able to be passable in a lot of situations right we're sitting here and yeah we were segregated to to certain groups of you know towns and cities and states where only black people can be in there and then we're still sitting here to this day struggling um i go back and forth with my mom on this even this past weekend when we were talking how she just feels like how she comes from the mindset of no matter where you are at as a black person you should be able to get out of that situation and i get it to an extent but it's, you can't tell me when I go and, and put on my resume, like, it doesn't matter. But let's say if it did matter, um, that, like, I went to a private school versus a black kid that didn't go to a private school. He went to some, mm-hmm. you know, local public school. Um, mm-hmm. you, you don't think that that person is going to be like, well, this person went to a private school mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. can speak better, it sound, you know, after talking right. with them and, and everything. Uh, speak better is the nice way to put what they'd probably be thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I get it, but. The reason yeah. I had the advantage of my parents being able to send me to private school and like well, and I, had that leg up. Like some people don't have that. Well, I think where your mom may be coming from is because she's an immigrant and she is a product of showing that and being like, Hey, I came from another country and I still was able to, you know, check off X, Y, and Z. And I think that's maybe where her mindset is because I, obviously I, immigrants have a whole other thing against them. I see. I get it, 
But to a certain point, I'm like, I don't really agree. Like, I get it. Right. Yeah, we can all make a name for no, ourselves, but it. it's like, uh. I get it. I think it's different for, yeah, there's different parts of America, especially. There, I mean, it's. Or like, for example, if I went to, like, when I do job interviews, I always debate, am I good enough to, like, does this person. Okay, for example, I know what's going to happen in the future, knock on this plastic table, <laughs> that, like, I'll be in a position where I'm, like, the gatekeeper to my job of letting this person in, no matter what race, religion, whatever they are. Cool. I just, I see it coming. Cool. Um, and it's like, am I going to be, knowing, you know, knowing what I have to go through, am I going to be that person that's going to judge someone based on their skill set right. and not based on their race or gender or whatever? Right. Like, just being like, yeah, this person's going to be a good candidate because of what their their past has been as far as, like, you know, mm-hmm. what they're able to achieve in the, the corporate world or, you know, things like that. Like, I wouldn't hire... Like, for example, if we took, like, two black people, a black kid that just came out of college, let's say he went to Harvard or something, applied to my job, and then a black person that's been working for you know four or five years in the corporate world, and they've done a lot of things in their past jobs. Like, who am I going to more likely take? Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. You've been to Harvard, all that stuff. You've, you've been killing it with your grades. You have however much GPA. Get it. But I'm probably going to go with the black person that has skills in the corporate world and understands how this operates if that makes sense like that's how i'm kind of i just want your skills versus your race or your gender or if i can relate to you i just want to know that you can get the job done and i don't think everyone looks at it like that and i know people don't because i work with freaking bosses that that i swear do not well you know what's funny is and i feel like race is always going to be this thing because even if you think about it this way it could be used to an advantage for Mm -hmm. example um in the healthcare industry, I think um, I've I have seen online multiple people talk about this. Women, for example, who either women of all races who don't have their concerns uh, heard or taken seriously because they think we're like overreacting with the pain or something Mm -hmm. um or like especially labor and delivery and things like that i think those type of people these women really prefer to see providers of color so and that doesn't even mean just black you could be you know that's how native american whatever you are i mean i think there's a comfort level there because one of how you've made it Mm -hmm. but two you get it Mm-hmm. there's not only is it we can relate yes so it's either in general of color or especially women of color i think are like the cream of the crap mm-hmm. for people like me and yeah. like women who have had these issues in the past of because i i i even had it in the past it was a man of color but he completely dismissed my condition, mm-hmm. which since has been fully diagnosed as a reality. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And then I have been able to work on. Um, and that's one of those things that sticks with you is like you completely dismissed a very real thing that was happening. Mm-hmm. And so I know that like a lot of women, they can fully appreciate women of color oh, being I, in the healthcare industry dog, in particular. I love how like when we were going to therapy like however many years ago, I love that we had a black woman. Yeah. Like I like I and compared I liked to like her. She was like real. Yeah, and then we had we went to to like a white woman. No knock on this lady, but she was trash. For multiple reasons. I don't even think it was... It wasn't just the whiteness, obviously, but she it just, was... She just... She did not know... I, I want, I'm want. i kind of curious to know to this day, like, how our other clients were, because yeah. she was just like, oh, she, there's no way to solve this. She like, literally... You're done. Yeah. She like, did, we had two two sessions. Yeah, I believe. And she literally was just like, there's nothing I no can do. no help. She, like, she essentially like, said that we should not be together anymore, and there's nothing that she could do to help us. Yeah. And I was like... Wow. Wow. I didn't want to pay her for those two sessions. <laughs> like, I, yeah, but that's a whole other thing. Um, um, but yeah, there's a level of compassion there because of the shit mm-hmm. they have gone through. And like, let's also talk about, yes, black women are five times more likely to die in childbirth. Yeah. That's a very real thing. Because again, it's the whole, you're being overdramatic. It's the racial discrimination. It's all of it. That's like, terrible. I, I said it before where I like went to the dentist and like I felt comfortable because yeah. they 
like you know when well i shouldn't say all people but being a black person you know when someone's not comfortable and when they are comfortable with yeah. you and they were comfortable with me especially mm-hmm. having a black like dentist working in your yeah, mouth so and I the love that. the um the tech was a black woman and then the owner like guy actual like den- dental hygienist was a white man older white man and yeah like i felt first of all i loved the um the tech is that the right word i don't know but yeah, um, I don't know if it's assistant tech, whatever the um, phrase is, but she worked on me the most. And this was like the first time I had got, gone to a new dentist in my entire life. And so I was nervous and it was all like new territory for me. And she was like the sweetest. And like she just cared about me and wanted to make sure I was comfortable. And like it was amazing. And then, yeah, the guy, um, the the dentist who came in for a couple minutes, he was perfectly fine too. But I think even a better testimonial is that you felt uh, equally as comfortable with him that you did with her. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's major. Like even when we had we got into a car accident <laughs> and um we had to deal with going to physical therapy mm-hmm. and like I get it with someone you knew but like right. even still being able to that that was my first thing when we went to when I went to the meeting by myself um not meeting but physical therapy by yep. myself was yeah it's how this person's gonna be and like white cool. man. Just, um, just say, but I say that. <laughs> but to get back to this Nick Cannon thing. Nick Cannon should have had, if he was going to go on this tangent, he should have had someone of, of, you know, Jewish that was notable in the room mm-hmm. to, to be able to educate and talk with him yeah. on this. Not someone that shares your same viewpoints. You have to be, if you are that comfortable in talking about something that is not your life or your reality, then you should be that comfortable to do it in front of somebody who could possibly say you're wrong. And educate you why. Yes. That, and that's why, like, for example, when this Black Lives Matter stuff was coming up, mm-hmm. I think sometimes you have, like, meetings and they're like, we don't know if we should have a meeting or not, or if we should talk about this or anything. And it's just like, you shouldn't talk about Black Lives Matter if you do not have there, a black person present. Yeah, there was, long story short, there was a networking meeting that they changed the topic to fit into, like, Black Lives Matter and that we had the choice, um, the person who was running the group had the choice to, like, have that be the focus that month. It was probably june um and you know she asked a bunch of us who are regular goers to the meeting how we felt about it and i i flat out said i was like honestly i don't think it's appropriate because nobody here is of color Mm -hmm. um and i think that if we're gonna do that somebody who can walk in those shoes should either run the meeting or be a guest speaker or educate us about it or something like that or if that can't happen, let's just stick to our regular business topic. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we ended up doing. We just stuck to the regular topic. Um, and they totally agreed. Because, yeah, it's definitely like I can be an ally all day, every day. And mm-hmm. I can talk about the stuff that I have educated myself on and that you've educated me on. But at the end of the day, that's not my path to walk. I can't 100% say I can relate to things or that um, I can educate you from a personal point of view so i and i'm not even i it's not fair for me to try you know it's the same thing of lgbtq community and all of it like i i can't represent that i can be for you all day every day and all that but i'm not going to like step on somebody's toes and make a group of people look bad because i'm pretending to be something i'm not yeah and um so as you know, Viacom, CBS, they own a host of shows mm-hmm. that we watch. Mm-hmm. Um, they kicked them off of, well, they, they ended their relationship with Nick Cannon. Um, so that meant, I'm not sure what else he had, at the, what, Nickelodeon he was on, um, MTV. So he, he, even though he freaking owned or handled Wild and Now, and I thought it was his, I guess Viacom owned it. So that's no more. Um, and yeah, now he wants the rights from Viacom, from Wild and Out. And I'm like, I don't blame him. He made him so much. He made that yeah. show so much money. Yeah, it's like ah, um, and Mass Singer. Nope. Oh no. So Nick Cannon, he apologized for it because again, we're taught one thing without having the understanding. So he apologized for it, and it seemed real. And Fox came out. Um, let me see if I can pull <clears> up the <throat> statement here. Oh boy. And Fox, uh, yo, they they get it over Viacom because it's like. If someone doesn't understand it, like if if I know someone's not, let's say if we had a friend and this mm-hmm. person was saying something that was sounded racist or was a bit touchy to me, I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. like what's happening here? Hold on, I'm trying to 
I need a better iPad. Um, like, Don't lose your thought. If I had a friend that was not, was, uh, Jewish? that was, not Jewish. Oh, I didn't know where That was like not, ra- that was not racist, but said like a comment that was touchy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would educate them on it and that's, that's essentially it. it yeah. They would say, oh, my bad. I didn't know. Thanks for, you know, telling me. And that's essentially what this, uh, the situation needed. And I love Fox's, uh, well, statement about And I this. think we forget one that celebrities are people too and two that all of their learning is happening in front of a limelight like for example it's the same with all their relationships all this stuff can you imagine having to go through like all your breakups all of your education all of everything in front of the world and like having everybody judge you because i know i you know i've been through bullying myself and even that was horrific and so i'm like could you imagine that times like a thousand so i i get it i think if people are genuine cool i think it's hard to see who's genuine when you're a celebrity sometimes because at the end of the day they have like pr people and all of that stuff telling them what to do too but if you're genuine then yeah like again because you and i talk about how like everything shouldn't be cancel culture either like there's a happy medium of like sure some people prove themselves time and time again to be mm-hmm. that kind of person but then some people have an off day we all do i'm trying to like freaking find this of course i'm struggling um to tie on to that the reason i like i, I do this my daily where i like it's case by case no matter what the situation is i don't like i need to know the full I need to know everything about the situation to be able to then decide on what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what needed to happen in this. Cause there's so many people that follow Nick Cannon and they're like, wait, what, what, what do you say? Well, that's wrong. Right. And if we're just going to be like, no, he's done and not understand what he said was wrong. It's like, cause I, it's funny. Cause if his comments are against Jewish people, it's like, this is what started Hitler back in the day where it's like, he's sitting there making these comments and then feeling a group of people, then somehow i don't know how feeling a whole like country to go against this group of people hmm. and it's like interesting let's not let's Sounds not familiar yeah we're not gonna go on that one we're not gonna go there but uh, you know, um, history repeats itself but it's like it there needs to be more education i can't even find freaking the well, what, was the gen- what was the general but essentially logic? fox is like you know they get it he apologized for it he, he didn't do it out of no ill intent um so he'll still be hosting the mass singer wow okay cool because i was i was curious how that was gonna go i didn't know if because i think it's been three or four seasons i didn't know if they were just gonna cancel it or if they would find someone else because i feel like the finding someone else would be weird because then he doesn't have the same rapport with the judges and like the just banter and all this different stuff so it's like so it's touchy yeah so i was curious how that would they handle it in the appropriate way versus viacom just like flat out like nope we're not like it's like dog if someone if because you know where nick stands like he i don't think he really but at the end of the day i also understand if a business doesn't want to put up with that stuff but they don't have to they don't have to but here's the thing they've been with you for 20 years we've been working together for 20 years mm. and then just off this off me saying something that yeah i wasn't educated on and i apologize for and it's my bad totally take ownership of it but you still go and ask me after like after all that without even, i think like, it's tough i think it like, depends what their fan base was saying because say like if viacom's fan base was more in favor of like canceling nick then you would probably you'd probably go in that direction i think you would probably do what makes the most sense to what you're hearing people say because at the end of the day it's your money you know what i mean as a network like it's tricky as a business because you gotta i don't know it's tricky i don't know i wouldn't say because it's like it's it's ridiculous Hmm. i don't know i still think that's crazy like I get it, you and it sucks right because thing, it's not but... one of those things that easily you could just be like, "Never mind, you can come back," because that looks bad too. And then Nick has the the upper hand there to be like, "No, f you," like that kind of stuff. So it's a tricky situation. I don't know, and um, I want to play something. Can I see your phone there? So the reason I thought this was interesting here, how uh, was your podcast app? 
So I'm, I was listening to uh, Van Lathan's podcast, and he's with Rachel Lindsay. Um, they have this podcast that I'm like, I just started getting into. I've been trying to like hold off before I wanted to jump in. Mm-hmm. In this episode, man, I got in. I, it did not di- disappoint. And um, they touch on why black people have an issue whenever it comes to another black person being like canceled or, or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could sum it up, but it's better for me just to play the audio. If they order their podcast correctly for me to find this would be great. If they did not order this correctly. Damn. This is always an issue. Weren't you the one that always says you should do pre-production? Yeah, but you would think their podcast would be like properly <laughs> structured to like be able to pull this without it without, without an issue. Hmm. Oh wait, must be this one here. Um, man. All right. So check this out here. I'm gonna play this audio for you guys. It's probably a minute. And when black people, black men specifically, get to a certain perch, it's difficult to watch them fall mm-hmm. because you've seen the fall so many times before they got there and also we know so much of what's been done to black people in this country has been intentional that there's a part of you that whenever a black man falls you feel like there are forces that are working against him purposely yeah to marginalize or undercut his influence especially if that black man is too good to black people Mm-hmm. It seems like a weird and peculiar consequence to black people. Uh, excuse me, not consequence. A weird and peculiar coincidence to black people. Sometimes, some black people. I'm not speaking for all of us. That a that a that a black man gets to a certain perch and he seems to all almost always have issues. The harder and the more pro black he becomes. So we start to feel like okay, we're waiting for them to take a shot at him. We're waiting. And a lot of people might, a lot, a lot of people listen to this and go, y'all feel like this about Nick Cannon? Really? America's Got Talent and The Masked Singer and you guys feel like it. It's a way that you're like, it, it, when you when you hear the statements, you know that you can't defend them. You know you got to condemn them. But at the same time, you're like, damn, Nick, why are you putting us in this position? Yeah. Because we want you out here and we need you out here because we need all of us out here and we're back in this spot of emotionally, politically, and intellectually having to get into conversations that you know we really shouldn't be having to get into. So what I'm getting from that is that like, if you're a black person, you still have to watch what you say all the time. No, so is that what? Essentially, a section is about lost trauma and how I know you probably don't have to deal with this, but as a black person, this is why it hurts so much to pop smoke past. And okay. he summed it up perfectly. As black people, there's not a lot of us, but when you have the 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 potential and you like you have greatness in you, and you're able to, in in my mom's case, make it out of the sucky situation you are and make it right. to better things, like Nick, where he has wild and wild and out and puts on what like 30, 30, 40 people. A lot of them are black, Spanish, right. you know. When you've helped so many people along the way, and there's so much potential there, and then. It, there's not a lot of black people compared to white people that are like that are popping mm-hmm. like in this entertainment field or whatever mm-hmm. so it's like whenever they get taken down it's an issue oj popular example a lot of black people during that time did not want oj to go down because there wasn't a lot of people like oj you had a lot of a lot of white people you, you don't care if this one gets taken down because they they're a drug addict or you know this one's crazy or whatever like you have a lot to sit here and pick from we don't have a lot to sit here and be like, yo, this person made it. We can look up to them. So it's like when someone like Nick that puts on a lot of people is taken down, it hurts. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like he put himself in a sucky situation. So it's like you, you feel like you have to back him even though he was in the in the wrong with what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 That's why it sums up. I'm like, this is how I feel about Pop Smoke. Like, ah. Uh, so yeah, there's so much trauma around black people just just losing their potential because I, of this. I can understand it from I guess a female point of view. Because it's the same thing of whole the whole idea of wanting to build other women up and wanting to see them successful and wanting to like cheer on like a female owned company or mm-hmm. like things like that. 
are important to us because similarly how we have some obstacles to overcome yeah of the infamous white man yeah (laughs) and pay gaps and being taken seriously Mm -hmm. being sexually harassed like all this different stuff having to prove ourselves a little bit more Mm -hmm. than we should have to so i i guess i get it from that point of view and then it's like there's not a lot of women so you know one girl goes through something or yeah. has something allegedly set on her and it's like ah come on like you were the one i was pushing for like the one that comes to mind maybe is like nasty gal like let's say if something happened to like her brand she mm-hmm. something wild came out about her and it's like you were killing it you're at the top of your game and like you said something crazy and she's like ah. boss that's one of my fave books um but yeah that's just my thoughts on this nikian stuff mm-hmm. um have anything to add anything else no i just i get it from that point of view once again rest in peace pop smoke his for all the people that care which is probably like one or two of us um they they are putting out listening eh, they are putting out a pop smoke uh (laughs) deluxe album i believe this friday so i'm looking forward to that oh that was fast oh it is but i need it i need that music um so, I want to talk about this Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lane situation here. And I feel like it's a bit worse than this worse than uh, Rihanna and Chris Brown. Mm. I mean, a gun was involved. I don't so, think so arguably. I, I didn't know that they were together. This was beyond me, so I, I had no idea. I didn't either. But she, get- she's one of those that like will always portray like she's a badass single female. Pretty you much. know what I mean? um so essentially i guess they had a party um up in like hollywood hills kylie jenner was there you know they're all hanging out and stuff and i guess at some Not point social distancing in california you know it gets hot you gotta stay in pools and get close <laughs> to your friends mm-hmm, you know california just shut down but who cares so my assumption <laughs> with this is how I, i'm playing this out is like tori's like yo kylie's having a party you know Meg, you want to come? And Meg's like, sure. Can I bring a friend? Meg brings her friend. I guess her friend's name is Kelsey Nicole, if that matters. Um, and they go to this party. And I'm not sure what may have happened that to trans- transpire from Tori shooting Meg the Stallion or, or allegedly shooting because we don't know for sure. I will say that Tori just seems like that aggressive guy because... I believe last year when uh, people were making fun of him and like this this uh, rapper named Dax for those that are rap fans, he made like some like line about Tori or something like that. And Tori got all offended and pulled up on Dax and like threatened him and, and all that stuff. And it's just like it wasn't that it wasn't necessary. And I feel like Tori, he I feel like he, he gives me that like anger management type of vibe like he needs it. Mm. And I'm just like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. so I kind of have a feeling that like meg wants to go do something or maybe let's say tori wants to leave and meg doesn't want to leave because she's having a good time with her and a friend or whatever and i just feel like he gets he probably got aggressive again mm-hmm. and just making my own thoughts mm-hmm. views on whatever possibly happens mm-hmm. and he was like probably pulled out his gun <laughs> it, meg's like you're not really gonna shoot me right that's how i envision it in my head mm-hmm. and she's thinking at this looking at this guy being like he's crazy like yeah right he's not gonna do this and then like he he probably sh- probably tried shooting next to her and then actually shot her is my thought mm-hmm. one no matter what pulling a gun on a girl is wild especially when she's not person is a problem true what like what why the only reason i would pull a gun on somebody is if they're coming at me trying to hurt I or guess, kill me i guess we make it acceptable because it's uh it's a uh, whenever it's a guy on guy it's like uh something may it's have happened it's still not cool but, we're not we people need to go back to kindergarten and like learn basic like uh, golden rules but at the, <laughs> at the end of it it's just like there's no reason unless meg is coming at you with a knife or something right. that you should pull a gun on her and, right. and shoot her at whether it's near her leg at her leg whatever and it's like Mm-mm. it's tough to know what's true because of course nothing's gonna come out yet yeah um but i believe it was her hairstylist or one of someone on our team said uh tweeted they're like tory lanes you're a marked man like and that doesn't look good because mm. if it comes out that yeah he intentionally intentionally mm. shot her 
his career is pretty much over. Like people ride for Meg. I'm not even well that. I'm and like, again, it's a woman. It's the same dynamic of Chris Brown and Rihanna. And there you go. And like, there's a whole video. Um, I assume it's shot from like a what do you call it from a helicopter where the police. I guess they, since they were fighting, and I assume the shot happened, and then they drove off. Someone called the police, and you know said what their vehicle was and everything, and the police stopped them and took Meg to the hospital and all that stuff. And she said she's all right. She'll make a full recovery. But, like, ugh. And, like, yeah, I guess this is her, and you can see, like, the blood. Can you imagine, too? And, like, not for nothing, like, her legs, and, like, she's known for, like, squatting and doing all that stuff on her legs. And that stuff is not easy as it is, like in the heels and like all that, all those movements. And now, if you have to like rehab your legs, I'm just gonna say this now. If <sighs> if it is true, dog, Oof. we better. I'm, there's, there's some no, money in that. I'm just saying. There's no questioning. There's no, you know, maybe Tory meant to do this. He's canceled if it if he actually shot her. Like it's not right. So like, this dog. is another example of that's just it's that's someone that's to cancel. Crossing a line, like. I, Again, unless you're like breaking into my house or intentionally trying to hurt or kill me, why would I pull a gun on anybody? That it it just seems that that's just uh, because just because I'm mad. It, okay, really? So we're gonna potentially kill somebody? It's just a toxic relationship, and, and it's like, Ooh. and what situation do you need to be in that you need to have a gun on you? Also, if you're going out right. to like, like if it's just if a you hang, party, you're hanging out with friends People and you feel you like know. you need to have a gun with right. you. I'm like, do you really need to be there? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be real. Yeah, there's a lot to this. Um, you know, thankfully everyone's safe, no one's hurt, but yeah, yeah, that was just, uh, seems pretty toxic, and I hope that gets figured out. PSA: I'm waiting to see if our dog barks because Amazon Prime is here. No. So, just warning people if that happens. Damn, we're we're, we're cruising. Yeah, I think uh, I had some other things on the docket. I mean, just to briefly to share this here, not to get political. Oh boy. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, see the guy coming down. He got a bright shirt. He wants you to know that he's bright, from Amazon. The bright. Watch, he's gonna ring the doorbell friends. and the dog's gonna spaz out. She can be like. Oh, blah, 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 blah. She's like chill right now. Um, I'm, just, I'm waiting for this doorbell to ring. Oh, maybe not. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so I want to talk about this real quick. So, Governor, what? I don't know. I'm waiting to see him appear again. He's trying to debate on which door is which. Right. So the Georgia governor filed a lawsuit against Atlanta uh, for forcing people to wear a mask. I'm not trying to get political. The guy walked out. Oh. Not trying to get political. But dog, I get it. The masks are not comfortable. They're not fun. We don't like them. I totally get it. It's annoying. I have to wear them to the gym every single day. I get it. I have to wear them to work. <laughs> but dog, so I get it. If it means that it keeps me healthy and away from the possibility of dying or getting someone else sick and them dying, well, right. I will do it. It 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 protects others. And when if, you wear and, it. I love how it's like, okay, cool. If the cities and states aren't going to mandate this, fine. Us as the business, we're going to do it. So you've seen mm-hmm. Target, Walmart, Costco, Sam's Club, Best Buy. Verizon, Aldi. All these stores. Like all of them. They're like, okay, all our stores, ha- Whole, you have to wear a mask. Whole Foods. It's yeah. like, they're not, because you're putting these employees at risk also when you're going in here. Mm-hmm. Like, stop. Like, dog, we're just trying to, the faster we can all wear masks, the faster this could be done with. Like, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. continue doing this till you know late 2021 let's not do this oh, please don't um so i, I just wanted to mention that oh, real quick because it's it's oh, getting ridiculous listen i can't i can't even think of that because we're sitting here we're fighting each other instead of fighting this virus it's like come on yeah yep i hear you um lastly <laughs> after that rant lastly before i just want to bring that up briefly because it, it's annoying but before we head out, guys, you know we gotta hit you with a relationship advice topic. Yeah. Uh, this one is cringy, and I am ready for you to go off. Oh no. Um. So can you <clears throat> can you hold your thoughts and opinions and viewpoints all until the end of this uh, topic? Sure. All right. Cool. So this one is my boyfriend, who's twenty, and this girl is also twenty. Said that I was embarrassing him while I was giving birth to our baby. Oh, they're young for that. Yeah. They are young, and he is very young and I immature. mean, no judgment. I'm just saying. Um, all right. So, he went on to say, or she went on to say, my bad. 
We have been in a relationship for one year, and we had a baby boy last week. Oh I had, my gosh, they got pregnant fast. Sorry. I had a natural birth, <laughs> and my boyfriend was there throughout the whole process. I screamed a lot, and each time I did, he whispered something like, Can you stop screaming? You are really embarrassing me. I also threw up a few times, and I saw him cover his mouth, cover his face in shame. When I held my midwife's hands for comfort, he whispered, let her go, let go of her. Stop being so embarrassing. He also said that my birthing position was embarrassing and called me a few vulgar names. I'm really upset about his behavior that day, especially when it was when I needed his support the most. When I tried to talk to him about it, he denies ever saying it and that I'm being silly. Now you can go off. That was it. There's still more. I mean, she makes oh, edits, she edits. This, but okay. you can go. First of all, this is where it's showing your age. That is completely immature. Mm-hmm. Like, any, basically anyone knows, okay? Most people who genuinely want to have kids and are also in a healthy relationship in place to do so, mm-hmm. everyone kind of knows, yes, it's a difficult experience, but it's going to be a good one and usually if anything it can bring couples closer together again if you're in that mindset if you're in that you know a good relationship mm-hmm. um and oh my gosh it that infuriates me because okay first of all this is where you have to get the simulator on his balls and turn it all the way up and just leave just just let him deal with that for hours on end because the, at the end of the day they will never understand what that's mm-hmm. like and i obviously cannot speak from experience yet so but i can anticipate that it's as bad as most women say it is mm-hmm. um it's one of those things that i think at the end of it i'll feel like a badass and i'll mm-hmm. feel amazing for like what i just did but during it yeah it's not it's not gonna be fun and here's the thing so moaning screaming crying all of the reactions to the pain you're in are completely acceptable should not be made fun of should not be judged if anything again yes you should get support let me crush your hand until you can't feel it anymore or let me scream in your ear because i have to or rub my lower back because of the back labor or whatever it is going on that's where the partner should be helpful is anywhere they can because a lot of partners actually end up saying that they feel really helpless and useless during labor because they feel like they can't do much because they can't physically take the pain away and they Mm -hmm. can't like they can't you know meet in the middle there so um that uh vomiting happens the vomiting the pooping while you give birth all of this stuff is a natural thing that can happen it's a side effect of giving birth and again it sucks like and you should be helped you know like i remember you know way back when i had my ovarian cyst and and this was like back in the beginning of our relationship and he was there in the bathroom with me as things are happening on both ends and it's a terrible situation and it, it was embarrassing for me because I felt, you know, it's it sucks to have your partner see that and, like, mm-hmm. be present. But at the same time, it was just helpful to have somebody while you're at your weakest, like, aid you. Mm-hmm. And um, I just can't imagine that. I would be so infuriated. I would be embarrassed for how he's acting. Because mm-hmm. that's not that's not man behavior. That's not partner behavior. That's that's terrible. Um Literally, it's like when I give birth, you do whatever the heck I say is how I see it is like for that. However many hours it could be two hours of labor. It could be 36 hours of labor, whatever it's going to be. If I say I need ice, go get it. If I say rub my lower back, do it. If I say like bounce with me on the ball, do it like whatever it is. That's it. That's your role as the partner. Okay, and. That's not a lot to ask for when the the woman has carried the baby and endured all those side effects for nine months and then has to do the actual labor and delivery part. And then the fucking after part of like healing and everything. So, whoo, 
that just gets me. I'm hot now. That just gets me on another level. Because, like, of course, we've been talking about the future and, like, you know, when babies can happen in a few years and stuff like that. And so it's just, ooh, it feels, like, more present and real. Um, wow. And also the birthing position. Come on. I, what I'm imagining might have happened is maybe she gave birth, um, like, on her hands and knees or like something like that because there are multiple birthing positions and believe it or not they say the laying down is actually not as effective because it naturally doesn't like mm -hmm. bear down and push out so a lot of times they say like to crouch and you like hold a bar or to do the hands and knees method um and that's just ridiculous come on how is it embarrassing it doesn't matter how i get this baby out as long as i get the baby out like it just <laughs> Who cares? The only one who cares is you. Because I assure you, nobody else in that room cares. They all are used to this. This is their job. And also, I'm sorry, having the audacity to tell me to tell the midwife not to hold my hand on top of you not being able to hold my hand. I just. Ooh. All right. Please tell me you uh, have some opinions. Yeah. When I read <laughs> this, I was just like. Whew, I'm hot. This isn't like a. This is a. This isn't a man. <laughs> like, that, again, I think the age is showing. That's really. I hope it's just the age, but that might be the person he is too. It's, Who knows? It seems like the person. Ugh. It seems like a person. Like I. Because I'd be the same. I'd handle it the same way. I would if I was never that age. let you live that down. Like that's it's, not okay, dog. I. What I hope because it hasn't happened yet. Right. I hope to just yeah like to be just the robot in the room like yeah. yo if you need something i'll just I, it's I, like there's not a yes no like it my, <laughs> the, go, the end goal is just to have the kid and like yes. have it be successful and yes. have you be as comfortable as possible in a right in, you know not right. great situation right um and it's like yo you sit here whispering saying like oh the midwife said like yo if you want to scream if that's what makes you feel like you can get the baby out yes. better, yes. scream. I yes. don't care. Yes. Like, I'm not going to tell you, yo, quiet down. You're yeah, having a baby. Please. You have all the right. emotions you want. Like, right. I was just like, if this, if this was my friend uh -uh. and his his girlfriend told me that he did this, I'm going to joke on you because that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, this, not this just is, it's horrible. I'd, I'd be like, you're serious? Like, that was what you did. That's shitty man well joking like, is I, me shaming you essentially yeah, that's, like, that's what it is i would call you out uh-uh because it's like yeah like I, and it sucks that she they've been in a relationship for a year so that means they got pregnant fast you know, two three months in yeah and it's like okay right. now you know that this who is well you probably already know who this person is but like that if that's how they are imagine how it's going to be when they have a kid and it's like if it's always about yeah. them and now focusing about you because that makes no sense like mm-hmm -mm. Wow. Like, what is they going to do when, like, for example, here's, here goes one that I feel like may fit the situation mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, I don't even know. Like, well, he just, he's focusing on himself and he's like, oh, I want to have sex, but she has to take care of the baby or something. Mm -hmm. Or like, she's not in the mood or and he wants to, like, I don't know. Oh, she's tired because of all the, you know, everything she had to do because you're lazy and don't want to cooperate. Probably that. Yeah. How, how helpful is he going to be mm -hmm. with the kid? Like, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, she's over here bitching because I, I was playing my video games and the baby wouldn't stop crying for two hours. And I'm not going to knock anything on age because, like, yeah, my mom had me young and all stuff and, and all that. So I'm not but knocking on age, it but shows. it's like... This is... No. Yeah, it's like... And that's the thing. You'll see also, and it's not every time because there's a, a plenty of moms who are not fit as well. But a lot of times what you'll see is the woman, she will grow up like real fast you got her because she was the one carrying the baby and she's the one that like this got so real so fast and she just made that commitment she was like well this is it now versus yeah the guy or the partner who wasn't pregnant oftentimes will lag because it wasn't as immediate because you're not carrying the kid and then it's like i don't know there's less i guess at stake there and uh, that's so frustrating. You have to be on the same page. Like, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. A kid is nothing to play with. I hate that. I feel like if this if this is how it starts, like the introduction to us having a kid, Mm-mm. and that's how you like you just treat it as I'm embarrassing Mm-mm. you as I'm trying to like. Oh, honey, if you did that to me, I I don't know. I don't know honestly, because I know I could never forget that. I would not. I would. Well, not yeah, in a moment happy. where it's like it's 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 exciting. That's do it's, or die. It's that nervous. Is, it's that like, is the moment. If you like. Ooh, as a woman, it's like we it's are. Her, it's your first pregnancy. Like yeah. you don't know. Like yeah, it's terrifying. And she's doing a natural birth. Like mm, exact that too. Can we talk about that for a minute? I always go back and forth. I don't know what I'm gonna want to do yet. Like I have a lot of reasons that I just I I don't know because I think it would be cool. But then I'm like uh, I don't know if I'm capable. You know those kind of things. And can we talk about that? That that's like next level. Yeah. Oh my god, no, no pain medicine, no epidural, no nothing. Like you you bet I'm screaming. It's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? We... You feeling everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I had to share that one because I'm just like, why? Watch, I feel like again, we're not gonna know what's gonna happen, so but I really feel like something's gonna happen where this girl is gonna have to choose between the Well that and like I just said or, too, or I'm curious how it was first getting back home because there's so much healing you have to go through as a woman no matter how you give birth whether it is vaginally c-section there's a healing process so you are slower you're in pain you have to actually like clean yourself take care of yourself and oftentimes you again need the partner either to help you like physically like i don't know whether it's cleaning a wound or like whatever or physically with the baby because if you're especially i think it's with a c-section you're not supposed to be up as much you're not supposed to be as like holding the baby as long like whatever it is heavy lifting all that so again it's like i'm curious how that immediate Uh, afterwards went because that's another time when you need support (coughs) yeah so it's a traumatic event to give birth she did give updates on this um Essentially, I guess she spoke with her mom and all that stuff, and she doesn't agree with his behavior. Um, I think. And then, you know, they should try oh, a couple's counseling first. Oh, but he doesn't really think it's going. he's going to listen um, when he suggests it. <sighs> um, and then, I guess, also, this is like her second edit. Um, I guess a lot of people reach out to this person that have been in similar situations. Oh. Um, and she has since discussed a uh, couple's counseling with her boyfriend, but to no avail, you know, of course he, he's not interested. So her mom is suggesting, and she is, well, her mom is agreeing that she should, uh, stay with her until mm-hmm, she finds mm-hmm. a new place for herself and the baby. Nice. Um, good. Mom. And she hasn't good said anything job. to her yet to him yet sorry mm-hmm. um, also can we talk about how freaking narcissistic and terrible the whole like oh that never happened thing is like how dare you tell me how dare you gaslight the fact that i was in the most pain of my life the most traumatic situation i've been in my life how dare you tell me that those things did not happen? Especially if you called me vulgar names, which first of all is like... That's wild, especially when you... Again... Disgusting. There's certain moments in your life where it's like... I, not that they're supposed to be exciting, but like, you know, you're, right. you look forward to them. Like, having a baby, I feel like, is one of them. Well, again, it's like, so we don't know even if the, this was probably unplanned, which adds to that. But I'm just saying, so, like, nonetheless, it's like... But, it's it's a moment in your life you're forever going to remember, and of course you yeah. remember the pain, yeah. the, the excitement Yo, oh, of having please. the baby. And it, now you remember how badly this this person like treated you during that experience. How d- <laughs> I think anybody here can attest to the fact when somebody calls you something really bad, you don't forget that, and you don't make it up either. Mm-hmm. So now add it to the fact that that was happening, and that's why he called you it. You're not no. Do not gaslight me. Yeah. That's horrific. I bet the vulgar names he was probably saying. I, I feel like it probably have to be with like "ho" or "slow" or something. That comes to mind. Because what or else can wait, you say? Or like something. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like that. Because if you're if you're talking about the positions that they have to be in and all that stuff, I don't know. I kind of feel like if you're that immature, which is so right again, that. completely immature. Because yes, hands and knees obviously looks like something sexual, but it is anything but. 
Yeah, I'm like, trying to push a baby yeah, out. Like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> nobody, and I assure you, nobody's thinking that in that room except you. They're just like, we're trying to get this baby out. Nobody, so get no, lives here. Like, like, that's it. Exactly. Oh, like same God. thing if you're like contracting and you're like holding like the bed sheets and you're over here like rubbing the lower back and stuff. Like nobody's thinking any of these things. Like, I, oh, oh, that just. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I had was, to bring that up. That was probably like, the most yeah. ridiculous one we've talked about. I can't yeah. take that. <clears throat> All right. Well. Don't be that guy. That's the moral of the story. In the words of Philip DeFranco, don't be stupid, stupid. Pretty much. All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. Once again, I'm going to continue to mes- m- mention this at the beginning and end of our episodes. Please te- check out our shop, our Etsy shop, uh, which you can find Good in the description. Uh, you know, just taking a look. You don't even, I, you don't have to buy a single thing. I, we just appreciate it, you, know. you to, to just take a viewpoint in our new uh, venture. Or, you know, something that's free that really helps businesses is share it. So you don't have to buy anything. But if you could share it on your social media, that would be cool, too. Yeah. So thanks. Um, yeah, with that being said, guys, once again, I'm Shadell, co-host of Page on the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife. Lauren. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Peace out. That was a Titan Cast episode.